Welcome to episode 37, Ocean's Eleven. I tried. Our story mode, a video game podcast. The official podcast of storymodegaming.com brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Far Cry 3 Munro. And today I'm joined by Keelan Far Cry 5 Simpson. Ooh. And Lauren, unannounced Ubisoft Project McLean. Yes, I am French Canadian. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Okay. Uh, no Simon today. Simon has, um, what can we make up? Uh, Simon has a real butt disease. I had to cut it off mm-hmm. and now he can't sit down anymore. Transplanting <laughs> a new one onto him as we speak. Yep. They had to take the one he's got and put it up in the Louvre because it is art. <laughs> Did you say the Louvre or the Lou? <laughs> oh, Keelan, shit. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Keelan's on, Keelan's on the schnapps today. <laughs> no one drinks schnapps. How are we going? Yeah, good. good. I, I just finished playing through a game that I really, really love um, again for like the third time. We'll discuss it later, I'm sure. And how was Leisure Suit Larry this time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Erotic. Same as always. <laughs> Happy you lawn how you doing i'm really good i'm really excited i'm really excited i'm really excited i'm pumped yeah okay so that was this episode what, what we're going to talk sound. about today is something we've been wanting to do basically when i first thought hmm should start a video game podcast purely because i want to talk about this one of the games we're going to talk about today now luckily some news came up this week so it doesn't sound like we're just fucking jamming this into an episode but regardless of this news coming out this week we're going to do it so the news the segue that we'll use is uh, Ubisoft has been forced to push back the release of both Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine a very unfortunately named game Rainbow Six Quarantine um, back into the 2021 to 2022 fiscal year welcome um, to just our Rainbow to- Six episode we talk about Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Six cars. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Rainbow One, Rainbow Two, Rainbow Four, Rainbow Five, Rainbow Six. Fuck Rainbow Three. And we're going to be talking about all your favorites from Shotgun Man to Sniper Lady <laughs> to Hostage Three. <laughs> no, fuck Rainbow Six. Fuck it. Fuck it right off. Fuck all the Tom Clancy games for the division. We're going to talk about Far Cry. The whole thing. Kind of like we did a few weeks, a few months ago now. Shit, we've been doing this podcast for a real long time now mm. uh, a few months ago when we talked about god of war we're gonna do a little bit of a, a look back at far cry the whole far cry series hell yeah because most people will know far cry 3 onwards maybe far cry 2 onwards but there were a fair few far cry games before it and come on they're all a little bit a little bit strange let's start off you're underselling a fair few there's more there than were, a fair few there were plenty there were like six it's fucked up Let's head back to 2004, the heady days of 2004, okay? Just imagine, this is back when Blade Trinity was in cinemas, okay? And a little game came out called Far Cry. Though it wasn't a game when it first came out. It wasn't initially going to be planned as a game. Um, developed by Crytek to show, it was, a, it was a sort of a tech demo by Crytek to show off the new CryEngine software. Um, and just due to the overwhelming praise it got, they expanded into a full-length game, as you do. Mm. Um, now, because it was pushing the new hardware to its limits, this was a PC-only game, um, and it was kind of the crisis of its time. Maybe that's why it came from Crytek. Um, set on an island, it had a similar kind of vibe to, to Far Cry games. So all Far Cry games are basically third-person shooters where they drop you into like an unfamiliar location, and you fight against 
people and sometimes some pissed off animals. It's, it's not reinventing the wheel exactly. First person. What did I say? Third. I said, I said first. It's my lisp. I can't. Whenever I say third, it says like first and vice versa. <laughs> Whatever. Edit it out. Edit us all out. I God will. damn it. No, you won't. You won't. I will, actually. I'm going to hold you. No, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> now, the game was set on an island, kind of similar to Rook Island from Far Cry 3. Um, the story was nothing to write home about. Like most Far Cry games, I guess, you're uh, angry ex-Marine. You wash up on shore and you start shooting mercenaries and, you know, the regular riffraff that you deal with on an island, I guess. I don't go to many islands. Until about halfway through the game where you find a secret lab filled with mutated monkeys called Trigens. And from that point on, it's like a monster shooter where you're fun- fighting trigons, 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 I don't know, and mutated humans. It's a bit weird. Now, it received generally favorable reviews when it first came out because of the, the freedom it offered players when it came to approaching missions. Um, also considered one of the first stealth action games, but people were turned off by the, the monkey surprise. Oh, no. Um, and because it My was kind of relegated monkey surprise. <laughs> Um, because it was relegated to the slums of the PC world, um, we all know that only real games come to console, uh, but it didn't sell all that well. Now, Keelan, you're the only one here who's been brave enough to play this one, right? Ugh, yeah, unfortunately I have. Give it to us. What, what's it like? Why, why am I not or am I going to play this? All right, I, you know, I think there was a huge misstep when they went the, the monkey route. That was strange. Instead of focusing on the strengths of the game, um, they focused in on its weakness. It was clunky. It was slow. It didn't feel satisfying to shoot anything. You got to remember 2004, there were amazing games that launched around then, all first person shooters Halo 2, uh, Doom Half-Life. 3, Half Life 2. Need so to speed games that. Too. Oh, oh my yeah. God, yes. <laughs> Um, well, you could play that from the first person's perspective, so I'll pay that. Uh, exactly. So you had these games that were mechanically so much better to play than Far Cry. Um, that was, yeah, I think that was a big misstep on their part. Anyway, the game was beautiful. Holy crap. Like, it looks really, really good. If you are going to, like, it's 2004, you have a brand new Pentium 4, you know, you want to show off your new GeForce Whoa. 3 or whatever with your pixel words. shaders and stuff. You want to show it off to all your friends and play a game in 640 by 480 on your CRT monitor. That's the game you show them. It was gorgeous. The best water in video games for a long time. The past was shit. (laughs) Um, Just in general. Even now, honestly, like, Jesse, you blowed that up, and it's still kind of impressive for what it was when you consider the time frame. Um, But I don't know. That's kind of where it ends. The the gameplay, it's all stuff that we play now, but worse. Worse. But it didn't have the elements. Yeah. Exactly. It was the foundation of everything that we enjoy now, but it was so poorly executed that you just you can't enjoy it now in 2020. Um, I'll give you an example. My pet peeve with this game. 
the AI is hyper aware of where you are at all times. So if you make a tiny little noise two kilometers away from a dude, he will hear you and then automatically all the other um, enemies in the area will also hear you and they'll start shooting at you. They'll be two Ks away and they'll still be hitting you. You can't hide in bush. You can't really hide behind a tree. They just know where you are. It's incredibly frustrating and it's it makes the game feel unfair. Now, did you guys know this was made into a film? Yes, I've seen the film. Oh, shit. Okay, so I want to get your thoughts on that in a moment. In 2008, an English-language version of the game was a... Sorry, a, a, it was a game of German action film that was loosely based on the game. Juve uh, Ball. Juve Ball. Um, and stars Till Schweiger. <laughs> Till Schweiger. Very fun name to say. Kion, what the fuck? I only just found this out like while researching this. What's the movie like? And let's watch it. Uh, yeah, okay. It is absolute trash, and it's the kind of trash that is the perfect thing. You sit down with your friends and you have a drink and you watch this absolute steaming pile of garbage. It's <laughs> hilarious and terrible. Holy we shit, should we do it. Like a if, commentary one day. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm if, down for that. If you guys yeah. happen to trek up this direction. <laughs> done, done and done. <laughs> um, now... This, yeah, this game did well. It, it got a lot of critical plot praise. It just didn't sell all that well. Yeah. So Crytek sold the rights to Ubisoft um, for the franchise and both the CryEngine and the Duty Engine for future titles. Uh, Crytek signed up with EA to make a little-known game called Crisis. Because everything they have has the word Cry in it. Maybe they know John Cryer. Who knows? In 2005, we got Far Cry Instincts. Um, so this was Ubisoft trying to break into the console market. They released it on the original Xbox. It didn't look anywhere as good as the original Far Cry. Um, but the overall gameplay vibe was similar. The gameplay loop was pretty much the same. Um, and it was praised. It maintained the big uh, levels that the Far Cry original game had. And the multi-path multi mission approach. No one's played Instincts, have they? Hell no. Fair call, so I'm going to guess that no one's played uh, this, the, the trilogy, the thrilogy of games that dropped in 2006. You had Far Cry Instincts Evolution, Far Cry Instincts Predator, and Far Cry Vengeance. See, there are a lot more Far Cry games than you expect. Ooh, I've heard of Vengeance, Evo but I really haven't heard of the rest of them. Evolution was a sequel to Instincts, um, and more of just the same. Also on the original Xbox, right? Also on the original Xbox, yep. Mm. Predator was a mashup of both Instincts and Evolution. It came out on the 360. And Vengeance was a remake of Evolution for the Wii, but featured some new levels and some new weapons. Cool. Fair, so, fair, fair, fair. 2006, I had a look at some of these. They're, whatever. Don't release three games in a year. Just, you know, it would be fun was, for about five minutes to play the, the Wii version, Vengeance, just to use the motion controls to shoot To dudes. be fair, they all got pretty decent reviews. There hasn't really been a Far Cry game that's been panned. So... Pretty solid series. Um, 2007, we had uh, Far Cry Paradise Lost, which was a rail shooter arcade game port of Far Cry Instincts. Um, and then we got sort of the first Far Cry game that sort of started to set the standard going forward. It was Far Cry 2, and I fucking love Far Cry 2 so much. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Um, so the game takes you, uh, a, a mute protagonist. This, I think this is the first game. First Far Cry game where you're mute. Um, 
But Takes up the island and drops you into Central Africa. So what that counts? Jesse, so you get to pick your protagonist, right? Yeah, you do. You you choose from a list of people with descriptions and different Yeah. You know, yeah, a slight like, story. Like it, a it slight it's just backstory. like a backstory, yeah. It doesn't nothing. mean anything though, right? No. Okay. Cool. None of the a this few is a other Far Cry games to a very big problem I have with Far Cry games post mm. 2016, 15. Oh. Mm. All right. Um, we'll get to that soon. Mm. Now, Far Cry 2 drops you into Central Africa, where you need to navigate a civil war between the United Front for Liberation and Labor, the UFLL, and the Alliance for Popular Resistance, the APR, while hunting down an arms dealer known as the Jackal. Let's face it, who gives a glorifying fuck mm. about any Far Cry story? They're all pretty bleh, whatever. Now, the game introduced some really cool things. They introduced jamming guns, which I love, and I'll get to in a moment. Um, a buddy system, or somebody can follow you around and help you out. Malaria, because that's a feature. Um, and... One of the coolest things in the Far Cry game, fire propagation. If you mm. set something on fire, the fire will spread. And you're in Central Africa, so you have, like, savannah grass and stuff like that. So it spreads like the proverbial wildfire would. That's where the saying came from. It came from Far Cry 2. Mm. <laughs> now, the game was did have its, uh, its, its flaws. Really long distance between missions. So there's a lot of driving back and forth, yes. which got quite yes, tedious. Yes, there was. Especially because enemies would respawn, like aggressively respawn. You would kill a bunch, turn around, turn around again, and they'll back. And that it's like, is well, the specific sake. reason that I never finished that game. That one reason. I I I haven't played the game for like ten years now, but I can remember some exact points of why I would avoid. There was a part in the jungle with um, some like water pipelines or oil pipelines, something like that. Mm. Uh, you you would avoid the area because along that stretch there were about three or four checkpoints, and if you were like in between them, you were constantly being shot by both. Oh, and they would, like you would kill them. And, you see, and the story the story in the game wasn't good enough to really warrant going through that tedium. Like a lot of the Far Cry games, um, when it comes to getting where you need to go, you can just make your own path. You can just mm-hmm. cut through and do what you want. But Far Cry Two is not one of those. You at points it funnels you through like between two cliffs or something. You have to go that way if you. I feel like I played a lot more of that game than I remember. But every time I think about it, I'm picturing Resident Evil (laughs) Five because I feel like it's almost the same backdrop. And I keep thinking like racist game, different yeah, (laughs) different racist game. (laughs) And I keep like thinking like. Oh, I remember this part. Would that? Ha- oh no, that was zombies. <laughs> you go fire! Ah, shit. <laughs> there were now, mosquitoes in that. They were just giant zombie ones. That like. Oh my god! There were giant mosquitoes, mosquitoes in that game. Massive. It's Africa, Ew. dude. What the? I'm fuck? sure there were giant mosquitoes everywhere. Not that big. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we will. We see. will. <laughs> we're going on a field trip, boys. <laughs> Yay! Um, Get your guns. <laughs> our jamming guns. Yeah. Now this jamming is okay. Guns. That's something. Now, oh, I, I really love. Love the same. Okay, yeah, so agreed. Do you both like the breaking weapons in Breath of the Wild? No. Oh, uh, look, so I, like I don't it. like it, but I, 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 
not enough to hinder an experience. That's not like a point I would really bring up much. It's just like it happens. It's the same as like durable weapons and or durable spades and shit and like digging games and digging yeah, games uh, like this. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, digging games like Animal Crossing, <laughs> just the digging Minecraft, simulator that is Animal, animal, animal Crossing, Crossing, Stardew Valley, you know, Stardew, like those yeah. kind of ones. Yeah, Terraria. Okay, you know what? Fair enough. There is a whole there is a genre games. of digging games. <laughs> digging games. Um, I like breakable weapons and chaining weapons. I like just that little bit of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um. And especially, I think the jamming guns work really well with the fire propagation as well, because, oh shit, my gun's jammed, I need to think outside the box. And kind of like Breath of the Wild does with your bombs, mm-hmm. that you have an infinite amount of them, so if you're in any jam, you can always get out of it, because you, you have that one tool that can get you out of it. Yeah. I feel like in Far Cry, it gives you that one thing, all your weapons are fucked, you have no weapons left, they're all jammed, they're out of ammo, you can still use fire. Yeah. I really, really like that. There's this whole game, Jesse. I have to talk about this because I think it was the first example of like a a game with this big emergent system built into it where you could just go and make your own fun within this sandbox. Um, Little things like the trees in Far Cry 2. If you shoot at a particular branch, the branch will break at the point that you shot it. Yeah. yeah, that does not happen in modern games. It's no, it's, not yeah, it a doesn't happen thing. anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's, so it, it's crazy. Like all of this stuff um, converges to make this really incredible system where, when it's firing on all cylinders, it's incredibly fun. It's immersive. You, you just really want to be inside of it. He had a family, but um, mm, but but he was an ant. He was an actual tree guy. <laughs> but I don't know how often that game was firing on all cylinders. So. So, mm. I think Far Cry 2 was the first game that I remember talking to friends about it and we could talk about the same mission but we would both talk about it in completely different ways because we approached it completely differently we had different weapons at the time um, and just a few different things went awry not many other games you could do that like oh you could be like oh was, we were both playing Halo we both did the same mission I, I killed this guy with a sniper but I there was a glitch and it was funny because the guy ran off a cliff yeah. for no reason like it's just kind of like, oh. But a fucker too, it's going to be like, oh, I went there, I drove my car in this way, I hit, you know, I jumped out, car hit a barrel, barrel exploded, fire spread, blew up a few other barrels. I'm talking exactly about the oil fields in the top left-hand corner of the Far Cry 2 map. It's just Resident Evil so 5, well. dude. I can't. I can't. <laughs> there was one barrel that if you shot it when the wind was going in the right direction, you could clear out the entire outpost. Just with fire, and it was bad. I would just kick back and watch. Now, did That's Far Cry 2 have animals thing. in it? I was just about to ask that question. I can't remember. I don't think it does. I think it has dogs. I don't think it did, and I'm like, it should. Yeah, I'm like, pretty certain like, yeah. it does. I don't know if they're like the animals that you encounter in later Far Cry games, where they're like, they're just like passive. The they may just background. be passive. I'm not sure. I, would I think look I can remember that. dogs in the towns. And maybe like jackals? No, because that was a dude, wasn't it? That was a that was the, uh, <laughs> a, a man. <laughs> the jackal. Jackal. Maybe like God. I hope somebody. I hope somebody gave him that nickname. Because if you start calling yourself the jackal, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, I say that even though whenever I play games online with friends, I start calling myself the jackal because <laughs> I think it's really wanky. So that's your name now. Just quickly, uh, yes, there were jackal. animals, but yeah, they they didn't really do all that much. I don't They're think. Weird. Well, 
Well, I think Far the Cry, next- yeah, I think, I was going to say really quickly. I think Far Cry 3 is really what, like, made the best use out of that. And then they went after that. Go on. I agree. I'm sorry. 2012. Mr. Mr. Jackal. One of the <laughs> one of the greatest games ever made. Ever. Released. Far Cry fucking 3. Um, went back to the islands. Like the first Far Cry, they went to Rook Island, which we found out just pre-show is around Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. You play as Jason Brody, him and his dumb shit mates go on some sort of rich man holiday in the skydiving or whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah, you know when you and go to like a third world country and you need just destroy it and just give them money and hope it fixes it up and then leave and return back to your comfy little life back in the US? Yeah, yeah it's called a gap year. <laughs> Um, so you and your dumb shit mates get snatched up by a, a pirate lord, which is what I what I want to be one day, a pirate lord. Jackal the Vast pirate Montenegro. Lord. Jackal pirate lord. Pirate lord's my middle and last name. <laughs> um, Vast Mark Montenegro, who's played by Michael Mando, who is Nacho Varga in Better Call Saul. If you haven't seen Better Call Saul, holy shit, watch Better Call Saul. What a show. Friend of the show, Saul. Um, this game brought a fair few things, new things to the... Uh, to the franchise, mainly, well, to me, the most notable ones are the takedowns. You can now yeah. sneak up on enemies and you can stab them in the throat. You can jump on them, like, do an aerial takedown. Things. You can pull out the uh, the pin of a grenade in their pocket and kick them towards other enemies, blow them up. You can use the human shields. They can take their pistol out. You can do all sorts of takedowns. It was fucking cool. And I only ever um, do one. And knife in the neck. Knife? Knife in the neck is good. I found a feel from, because you do have to do certain, like, button combo that, tricks. I fail at that mm. miserably. Yeah, I, I found them to be a little bit... Well, I don't, um, you don't realise they're set up. up. Yeah. You know, if you don't set it up on purpose, you'll kill a guy and it'll be like, chain take down that. I'm like, wait, what? And it, nah, you missed it. Now he's shooting at you. Oh, oh I love a good chain takedown mm. because it just, it like almost broke the game out. He easy can make some um, situations. I became really good at Far Cry 3. Just, I, It is the only game I've ever played that I will confidently say I'm good at because I can just go into any base, any difficulty... Any weapon and, and clear Speaking it out. In my language. Mm-hmm. We could just draw a but whole I'm better than you, Twitch channel. So. Mm. Just, just, saying. just saying. That's how I got my name, the Jackal. Listen here, I'm really you. heightened. I've got a really heightened sense. I'm really irritated because I really want to talk about this game. Well, this could be along to Far Cry 4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I have other notes here. But I have other notes here, but you know what? L- L- go for it. Let's just oh, kick hello. back and talk about Far Cry 3. Oh, I mean, you keep going. <laughs> we'll get to me in a minute. God, what else is new, Jesse? Die. Like you mentioned before, the animals, um, they actually attack people now. They're sort of like a... a They're bastards. They are mm. bastards. They'll attack enemies. They'll attack you. Um, and <laughs> going to give you a heads up. So there are panthers and bears. There aren't bears. Jack- say jackals, fuck's sake. They're Pumas and jaguars and all that type of stuff. Cassowaries. If you swim out to the middle of the ocean in certain locations, there are moray eels and they're really hard to find to the point where a lot of um, Far Cry tutorial guidebooks won't even list them as animals because they're that hard to find. Mm. But when Still you down. do find them and they jump out of nowhere and you didn't know that they were part of the game and suddenly you're being drowned while this thing snaps at your neck, it is one of the scariest things that's ever happened in a game. Mm-hmm. It is fucked. It is burned to my memory. I hate the sea. I hate eels. I hate anything that looks like it. I hate snakes. I hate... Noodles. Uh, nerds rope. I hate... <laughs> fucking... 
just ribbons. You're missing out. What about ribbon oh, eels? Nerds ropes, ribbons, like snakes, eels. Um, this game also introduced outposts that can be captured. So rather than in Far Cry 2, we kill a bunch of people and they respawn almost immediately, you would sort of liberate it. Um, and you can set you as a fast travel point. Again, negating one of the downs of the Far Cry 2. Uh, the game also say, just on that topic, with those outposts, Far Cry 3 used Pavlovian conditioning on me to just want to do more of those because when you beat the thing and then it plays that song where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, man, that is around. so satisfying. Oh, yeah. And it goes around. It is the most satisfying thing in the world to me Sounds for like some a reason. Sinking. No, it's really I, good. I, I, I need like, that again. I'm going to go listen to that after this. <laughs> Ubisoft was having like a meeting. It's like, oh, how can we make Far Cry 3 infinitely replayable from now until the end of time? And it's like, oh, just have outposts that you can beat over and over again and just reset. Get people hopelessly um, <laughs> addicted to it. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it is like crack. <laughs> Defeating outposts of Far Cry 3 is equivalent to crack. It is. Um, yeah. When you're running low, you kind of get a bit like, oh, God, <laughs> it's coming. Like like no crack. Like crack. <laughs> um, the game also introduced uh, radio towers that could help highlight areas of the map. Uh, customizable weapons, so you could add silencers and scopes and such. A much better story, mainly carried by Vars. Um, Excuse me. You sh- sh- anyway, move well, on. Hey. Um, no, nah, go for it. Uh, that, that they're my notes, and you, I, you don't like Vars? Hold up, what? Yeah, well, no, Vars isn't the story, dude. He's the best part of it. Mm. I disagree. I, I would I say disagree. he's a he's the he's the best character in the game. He is from yeah, from my perspective. Sure. All right, give me Literally your thoughts, people. One of, one of the only characters in a game that has made me, like, be scared when he's on screen. Like, like worried. <laughs> worried for my own safety in my, on, my ho- on my couch in my house. Being like, he's going to reach into that screen and kill me. Speaking of really quickly, before we get into anything else, um, have either of you guys seen the uh, Far Cry 3 experience with Christopher Mintz Plass on it? No. Oh my god, you're blank. What oh. McLovin's in a Far Cry thing? Oh my god, you guys. Okay, all right, all right, okay, oh, all shit. right, all right, all right, all right. So, all right. So before the game came out for like marketing and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, Ubisoft paid for McLovin, Christopher Mintz Plus, to be in this like fictional, be in the fictional world, basically. So Michael Mando plays Vass, full character. Full getup and everything. He is a complete character, and he basically so Christopher Mintz Plus has been brought on the island as himself to be like I'm here for the Far Cry experience, you know. And he's basically trying to be a, like a um, a jungle dude, but you know he's he's failing at it and he's like swearing and he's like doing whatever. And uh, they they kept captured by Vars, and um, it's been it was this. Half an hour so long video. A, he was trying to be a jungle dude. <laughs> he was trying to be a jungle dude. The fuck? His, his, whole, that. Thing, that his whole thing was he was trying to live in the jungle. They were like, you know, oh, Christopher Mintz oh, class okay, goes yeah. to the jungle and he tries to survive. It's like a Bear grills kind of bullshit thing. Um, it's like a 20-minute long video. And then every day for a week. So you know in the front cover of Far Cry 3 and the achievement in the game where you got to find the head in the sand? That- That's Christopher Mintz mm. plus. So, nice. yeah, there are these... um videos they did one every day where Vass tortured him in the sand and uh by the end of it viewers had to vote whether he lived or died 
um, while still in the sand. Highly recommend. Go check it out. Like Michael Mando, once again, uh, hilarious. so good. Terrifying, like as Vass. Um, Very good. Very nice. No, like. Very lovely. (laughs) Vass is is just like the epitome of Far Cry 3 because he's he's terrifying and psychotic and he's not even the main antagonist of the game. The main antagonist is Hoyt Volker. But no one remembers him. Who gives a no. shit? You defeat Vass halfway through the game, uh, and he's I still on the cover. Hoyt, thank you very it. much, because because he's one of the the um the first of the wave of South African enemies in video games. Yeah, they're the <laughs> new <laughs> Russians. <laughs> you know? Oh it's, my it's god, true. they are! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, they really are. Uh, uh, you also have, I guess, the other sort of uh, group involved is the Rakiat tribe mm-hmm. um, who live on Rook Island. They have all sorts of magic and such. I, I forgot their storyline a lot. Drugs. I didn't. Yeah. It, this is a game which it, first started having the whole like almost like yeah. uh, psychosis, kind of, supernatural yeah. vibe. Psychedelic. Kind of. Which Ubisoft, stop. Please, stop. I don't give a shit about this part. I do agree. Every one of your games has this. Fuck off with it. Do agree. Mm -hmm. Just, I just want to shoot. I just want to use animals as weapons. (laughs) You didn't Um, mention customizable, using animal skins, collectible. collectible Yes. My God. You can kill all sorts of animals. Um, You can make them into all sorts of wallets and such. Here's Mm. a hint for Far Cry 3 virgins, I suppose. Uh, Do that first. Do all of it. Do all of that first. Yeah. Otherwise, you will be like me when I first played Far Cry 3, be halfway through and only have two weapon holsters because Oof. I never got around to actually, like, crafting anything more. Could you imagine, like, living on the island? Because there are just some, like, normal normal people on that island, relatively normal people on the island. And some guy comes into the bar and he's got, like, a weapon holster and it's, like, dripping with blood because he just made it out of a pig. Yeah. <laughs> And then you go outside and you see a pig, like a dead pig with the exact shape of a gun holster cut out of its belly. It's like, Jesus, Frank, what are you doing, man? Put it in a bag or something. Ugh. Um, All right. So, hear me out. All right. I think Far Cry 3, I'm really excited I get to talk about this and not be interrupted by other people who tell me I'm wrong. Um, Well, maybe you do. I think it has one of the best stories of gaming <laughs> of all time in my experience with gaming. Uh, I believe, I think the characters are just perfect. All of them, including your douchebaggy friends, including Jason Brody, including others. Hoyt, uh, Wait, Buck. Sam. Dennis. Sam Becker. Sam Becker. Willis. Willis Hutley. Huntley. Hutley. Um, I just think the the arc that they they give you for Jason Brody is an arc that is very rarely seen in gaming um in storytelling and I think it's just absolutely like an amazing story a way way to tell a story um but I also understand that it has fully gone over a lot of people's head you know he is a a literal not literal cuz that'd be weird actual douchebag like, you don't want to like him, like, at all. That's a mod I want to play, though. <laughs> a literal douchebag. Could be, like, soapy. I don't know. But, like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
uh, he's just a perfect character for this exact game, right? Like he really is. And I <laughs> um I don't know how to I, go where to go uh, from here. <laughs> I want you to explain that. Why is he perfect? What <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So full spoilers, right? Yeah. Oh, we're we not spoiling we everything from the start. <laughs> heads up. Sure. If you if this if you're for some reason listening to this episode from this moment on, heads up, there are spoilers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. All right. So a lot of people talk about how bullshit his character is, right? How can he just go into a world and know how to use a gun straight away? How the hell can he swim a million miles an hour? How the hell can he like run around this island and just be this, he's just a, a white American douchebag. Like, oh, it's just like every character ever. But they've thought it through so much that there isn't really many, like, uh, plot holes if you actually look into the story of it. Um, so he's a, his character is meant to be this adrenaline junkie. So he's meant to be this person. He has, he has run marathons. He's like a cross-country swimmer and all this kind of stuff. He books skydiving tours for fun. Like he goes rock climbing. He goes like free falling. Like he just does all this shit that makes him like impervious to anything that could scare him on this island because you're meant to be like, you know, parachuting through the air. You're meant to be climbing up and down mountains and all this kind of stuff. Parachuting and wingsuits are a massive part of this game. Um, And also the, the skydiving onto the island to begin with. He's an adventurer. He's a complete adventurer. And being raised with, I sound like I'm doing like an anthology of this. I have a thesis, <laughs> just so you know. Um, him being raised with his older brother who is killed right at the start. So you kind of have a feeling that Grant is go- his older brother, Grant, military trained, all this kind of stuff is going to be the main character almost. Like he is going to get you out of all this shit. Like he is going to get you through when they're captured he breaks you out of your cage, kills the guards, and he goes, come on, we're going to get out. We're going to save all our friends. And he gets killed almost instantly by, like, a bullet to the neck. And Jason has to, like, hold the blood <laughs> and, like, try and save him, and he never does. And then shortly after that is when he first kills someone with a knife, and he's just, like, this shaky, like, I can't believe I've done this, this is awful kind of guy. Um, And his character kind of obviously starts off with, him being rescued by Dennis, the uh, local who has kind of made the island home, I guess I can help him with his friends and stuff. Um, And he has the whole, like, I can't do this. I can't kill. I can't do anything like this. This is ridiculous. And he gives him like a pistol and just says, go, go train with some pigs, you know, go find some pigs. They're like people kill them. Give me, give me some skin. Um, and that kind of shows off, in my opinion, a really good start for a character like this. Like you have a pistol, you're terrified, you're hiding. Like the fact that the bad guys are running around and like for me personally, like hiding in the grass and trying to avoid any confrontation because they have massive machine guns, they have guns on the back of their trucks, they have shotguns, they have all this kind of bullshit, like Molotov throwing and all you have is a pistol and it's just like, you want to hide. You want to be this, this cowardly kind of dude in the grass who doesn't really know what he's doing and is just trying to find his friends. Eventually you find them, or you find some. Um, and you, as you're going through the island, you're becoming more and more powerful. You're realizing you can do all this shit. You go through hallucinations, which shows you that you've got training from your brother 
um, on the shooting range, she calls you like a natural with a gun, which kind of does a whole like, well, this is how he can, you as a player being good at the game is why he is such a good person, like a good shooter, a good <laughs> marksman, I suppose, um, which is kind of told through the backstory of, of his hallucinations um, when you find the mushrooms, I think. Not the drug. Yeah. Not a, not a pill, but the other ones. Um. Anyway, you go through, you find your friends, you become this big old dude who's like, cool, we're going to get all our buddies and we're going to leave the island. And then when you find Vasa's sister, Citra, um, and she's like doing the whole, you know, you're a warrior and you're wonderful and you're going to save all our people. You're exactly who we need um, on this island. Like that, we've got foretold of a warrior who was going to come here and just wreck shit. <laughs> and save the Rakiat people. Um, and that's you. And he's like, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? Because his whole, like, getting told through his friends and his girlfriend, like, he's a, he doesn't know what he wants in life. Like, he's a, a, a university dropout who has done nothing in his life and is trying to find the thrill by doing things like skydiving and all that kind of shit. So he's like, a, he doesn't know what's going on. And so him getting told about how great he is by this, warrior princess is filling his head full of um bullshit i guess you know he thinks he's the greatest shit ever um and as he's going through you get all your friends mostly um your older brother's dead your younger brother is missing and he's kind of reached this height where he's like i am like the savior of these people like these people need me like i'm needed here but I've got friends and family who I've got to go home to, you know, like we came here from uh, on like a, what a gap year trip <laughs> to Bangkok. Um, <laughs> we showed up and yeah, we, we do have to go home eventually. And then when he gets his last friend saved and he's like, I've got to go get my little brother now. And he gets told his little brother's been shot and killed. That's when he just goes, well, I've got literally no ties back home anymore. Like, there is no point of me going home. And I'm a fucking warrior, dude. Like, <laughs> of course I'm going to be here. Um, so he severs ties with those guys. He tells them all, like, I'm going to be a warrior. I'm going to stay on this island. And they're all like, the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We've been in this cave this whole time making a boat, doing drugs, like, <laughs> smoking some good kush <laughs> with, with Dr. Buddy over here. Um, and like, yeah, like you're meant to bring us all together to bring us home. And he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. And that point, that's when he goes and kills Vars, right? The, the dude who's been holding them all hostage, you're the dude who's been, um, like terrifying you from the start. And he kills them with this weird drug thingy again. And and a lot of TVs. A lot of TV things. Vars does some thing. like, you know, does some pole dancing. Uh, and this kind of opens up the whole, everyone, everyone's fan theory that like Jason is Vars or Jason becomes Vars or whatever. I don't fall for any of that shit really. Um, and that's like 60% through the way of the game. And then you kind of go through and you're in your mind, you're like, I'm on this island. This place is my bitch. Like you're, you're 50% through the game and you have all the best weapons. Like you don't, you no longer, um, like you're all guns blazing. You know you own the island and you know that you can uh, wingsuit in, drop on top of someone, take them down, do chain takedowns, like, you know, just run through the outpost guns blazing instead of hiding from back, like in the bushes like you were kind of at the start. 
um, theoretically, if you played like I did, like a little bitch. Um, and then eventually you get your way through to Hoyt. You're like, I've got to kill Hoyt. He's the guy who does the slave labor and kills the Rakiat people. And he's ordering like the natives to be killed on site. And once you go through and um, get into his place, you find your younger brother. And as soon as you find your younger brother, Jason's, he switches and he goes, well, fuck, now I've got something to live for. Like I'm not on this this warrior suicide mission anymore where like all I get out of it is, you know, being the king of an island, I guess. Um, and you get your little brother, you rescue him out of there, you kill Hoyt and you go back to your friends and then there's that thing at the end where uh, the lady, your <laughs> Citra, your girlfriend, your your island waifu, um <laughs> Kind of says like, well, what are you doing? You got to you killing them, right? Like you staying here, and then you as a character. I thought you were cool, man. Come on. Yeah, I thought you were cool. Gets the choice, you know, like kill your friends and stay on the island, which is a kind of what everyone seemed to do, or go home with your friends. Um, but you know, obviously one of them gets you killed, and one of them gets you free, and then if you go home with your friends, is this kind of like. Mon- uh, monologue at the end where Jason is kind of yep. like, I'm a fucking monster. Like, I'm never coming back from this. This is not something that we can just go, we're going home, guys. Like, all mm-hmm. good. Let's wash our hands of this. He's like, I'm fucked. Like, this has fucked me. <laughs> can I add on to that as well? Because yes. it's not just Jason. Like, it's everyone. All of his oh, friends yeah. are broken. They're They've all been destroyed awful. by this experience. Like, as Keith- have Keith got exactly right. <laughs> That's messed up. Like as have the the residents of the island. Yeah. He's ruined everything. Everything. He's destroyed this How entire How have place. you guys managed to sell the characters? The fuck, man. I came into this well, being like, fuck this storyline, Jason Brody, you're a dickhead. Fuck off. Friends you're all are the worst part, but they're flawed enough to make you be like, fuck yeah, Jason, leave their fucking asses. You got Ollie who's like this drugged out dude who's like, dude, I'm staying on the island to get baked. Let's fucking do that. He's like, me oh, my dad was going to pay them off. And he's like, dude, you were going to get sa- like sold into slave labor, uh, slave labor anyway. And he's like, man, that's heavy. Like, oh, it's just like, let's go home and like have some pills. Like, And then like Keith is the one that tells you your brother's dead. He's the one has been raped. He's like, Bro- he's fully broken. Um, you've got Daisy who got out of it pretty quickly and was found by locals. And she's just kind of like Grant's girlfriend who's been broken because her boyfriend was killed. And your girlfriend, Lisa, who is the worst, the absolute worst, because as soon as Jason goes, I'm going to stay here on the island, she goes, you're finally all grown up and you finally know what you want in life and now you're leaving me. And it's like, there's nothing about you, bitch. Like. You're a she's stay. an actress and she's like, you're going to come get a job as like an assistant in my, on my TV show. And he's like, I don't want to fucking be an assistant, dude. I'll be a warrior. <laughs> I've killed like four people since breakfast <laughs> and it's 8am. Yeah. She's like, like you've got well, all these that's... weird tattoos I'm worried about you. And he's like, what? He's like tweaking with like blood dripping out of his teeth <laughs> and shit. A, Well, that's, that's a, a thing that I also noticed and it was kind of like the only real, like, I guess, kind of gap on my, I guess my third playthrough, it's that she's like, oh, I'm really concerned about you. You're acting a little bit weird. But <laughs> he's, he's like, like really? he's made no secret of the fact that he's a mass murderer. Like, yeah, uh, she's like, you got all these obvious. weapons? And I'm like, yeah, I got the 
the pig guts <laughs> hanging from my hoist. My holster. how about my pig gut wallet? <laughs> yeah, pig gut wallet. I'm sorry, I went on a big old thingy and I told you the whole story and I told you why I love it so much. But hold on, I, Jesse. I have a feeling, sorry, that you've been holding that in for the last eight years. <laughs> Jesse, can we take that as the official story mode take for Far Cry Three, Game of the Century? <laughs> I'm sold. Like I yeah. Game of the Past Generation. I recently downloaded on a PC and I haven't started again yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to pay more. Lord, I'm going to pay more attention to the character. I'm going to give them a fair go here. Do it, and that, that's I'll not to discount the fact that that Vass is his death halfway through is definitely like a what the fuck are they doing? Because then you got still got all this other island. There's a whole other island to explore and they have like American soldiers. You are going in there as Jason, yeah. not even killing pirates anymore. You're killing fellow American soldiers who are just wanting money. You know, they're, they're on the bad path and they are helping um, Hoyt out. But like you are killing like legitimate Americans and I'm assuming Canadians and maybe some Mexicans and some... English people, I don't really know. Now, before we get into the sort of Far Cry 3.5, really I was going to mention that, <laughs> one of the best levels ever in a game. The fucking flamethrower level. You have to burn oh. down like fields of Hell weed. Yeah. Okay. And Man. step it away from the, the deep philosophical ramifications of the storyline, which I've just become aware of. Holy shit. <laughs> this level gives you a flamethrower, and then it's like, hey, be stealthy here. And you go to this into these um like poppy fields. Turn up the best. Turn up the best. And then uh, this fucking dubstep <laughs> banger by Skrillex and Damien Marley starts coming <laughs> over the speakers, full blast. You're burning down weed. Your screen starting to wobble because you're getting high while you're doing it. Now, when I was writing up all my notes this afternoon for this episode, I started listening to that that song. <laughs> I have so much energy. I, I could, I could, I could punch a horse right in its face right now. Like holy <laughs> shit! That's something I in Far Cry. Horses. No horses yet. Um, but Far Cry th- does have blood dragons. Mm. That wasn't a segue at all. 2013, we had our first sort of 0.5 sequel uh, Far Cry 3 called Blood Dragon. Had the same mechanics as Far Cry 3. It was set on the same island, but it became a parody of sort of the 1980s action futuristic films and video games of that. You played as military cyborg commando Sergeant Rex Power Colt. <laughs> and you fought these neon hyper dragons and the game has a really really cool art style um kind of similar to what was that video that came out recently it was like kung fu kung pao no kung mm. uh kung fury kung fury yeah it, it, it's kung fury but a video game um the intro is one of the favorite my favorite intros ever <laughs> it, it's so cheesy like it le- really leans into it mm. however i loved it I I liked it. Kind of in the same way that Kung Fury got really old to me in about five minutes. I mean, and it goes three minutes, so that's still pretty good. But it it showed me all it had to offer really, really quickly. And what it had to offer was great, but then nothing new happens. Like, oh, okay, now I'm just repeating the same thing over and over again. It doesn't have that same sort of bite to it. I'm Welcome good. to the next 17 Far Cry games. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but Keelan, you really like Blood Dragon, eh? Yeah, I had a good time with it. I thought there was enough variety in there to keep me interested. Um, the enemies were relatively interesting, especially when you have more than one blood dragon to deal with. Um, that was the, exciting. And the, the writing was just fantastic, and that's what kept me coming back. The, the dialogue. Mark yeah. Forstar, motherfucker. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it's it. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, I found it like 
to me, it was very one note. However, it played that note very well. <laughs> very, very well. It's my favorite genre, terrible 80s action movies. So it it really did a lot for me. So uh, Then the next year, 2014, we had Far Cry 4. Uh, first Far Cry game on the PS4. Very similar to Far Cry 3 mechanically, uh, but, you know, why change perfection? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is set in Kyrat, um, a fictional Himalayan country. Yeah. You play as AJ, and you're thrown into a yet another civil war because if you need a story, just have a civil war between the Kyrat Royal Army um, that's run by the pagan men played by Troy Baker, the fashionable pagan men, um, mm-hmm. and a rebel movement called the Golden Path. The game was praised for its branching storylines, had a few animals, had elephants, introduced a new rope swinging slash climbing mechanic. Um, I found this game really forgettable purely because oh. it was just, I, I found it to be Far Cry 3 in a more boring location. Yeah. I, I disagree. I thought it was fun. It was its own thing. And honestly, I wanted more Far Cry 3, so it really scratched an itch for me. So. I actually think this might be my least favorite universe. Far Cry. I mean, I know they're in the same universe. But Are they all in the same universe? You, I mean, I guess so. Well, you see, I want a Far Cry multiverse. That I think there's a there's a, a mission with Willis Hutley in it again, and he says, yeah. you know, oh, you're way better than that SoCal douchebag I dealt with back in the islands or something like that. Oh and yeah, shit. Like, because um, yeah. also I think the there is a priest in five, I believe, was also in two. Um, and there's a mention hmm. of a, the jackal. Yeah, they are in the same universe. The jackal gets mentioned a few times. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Far Cry 4. It was good. Um, sorry, something we didn't really mention about Far Cry 3, but we can talk about this Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4. We can talk about all the Far Cries. The quotes from the NPCs. <laughs> Just as you walk around these outposts and stuff, they have a little bit of a little bit of flavor to them, a little bit of color. They're just talking shit with their friend, but they keep saying the same four or five lines over and over again. Yes, they're so I'm a big fan of the Far Cry Four ones. Um, That's when I piss. My partner loves Far Cry. Like, this is one of those games where whenever it comes out, we both buy a separate cop. We both play it on different TVs, and we both come and talk to each other. Like, oh, did you do that? How cool is it? Um, we have a signed case, uh, a Far Cry Four case, signed by Troy Baker. Um, like we we fucking love it. And at least a once a day, one of us from a different room would be like, pagan men, pagan <laughs> men. Ah. And the reason we keep saying that one line, and if you've played Far Cry 4, that, that probably just triggered something. There is a stealth mission in Far Cry 4 that's really, really hard. And you're going past guards and they're all saying that. They're all drunk. You're going, pagan men, pagan men. And because you have to go really slow through that area and odds are you have to repeat it a few times, there's about a 20 minute block that you're going to hear it about 150 times. So you get burnt into I your love skull. That. That's um, so funny. But there's so many quotes just like, I think that whore gave me the clap. There's a serious safe sex problem on, on Rock Island. Um, I think they need to drop in some um, airdrop in some condoms, something like that. It's like a serious, mm. just safe in general problem on Rock Island. This is all me. It's so <laughs> it's good. It's all me. I, I was. So- th- I think oh, one of the cool things about Far Cry, in the same way that you can talk to your friends, it's going to be a really, really weird kind of parallel that I draw here, but fuck it. This whole episode has been weird parallels. This whole podcast has been weird par- parallels. Um, in the same way that you can talk to your friends about completing the same mission in completely different styles, and you're telling each other stories, basically, of what you've done. Mm. 
like really good comedy movies that you can quote over and over again with your friends and it just gives them new life every time you quote it. I find yeah. these games insanely quotable and every time you do it, it seems to extend the life of the game. Mm-hmm. So because I've been quoting Far Cry 3's dumb shit NPC lines for the last eight years, I still, I can just keep connecting. Every time I say it, I connect with that game again. Just mentally, I connect with it again. And so it never really fades from my memory. Other games don't, I can't think of another game that I quote as much as this. If you're ever around me, Jesse, it never fades. Never fade. It's always here. Pagan <laughs> men. Pagan men. Ah. What did you think about the the fact that this game basically has one good ending and it has about six different endings? Okay, so I found this game so forgettable that I sort of forgot the ending. So the whole thing is Pagan Min is your uncle, right? No. Or something like that. He's been looking after the country for you He's to like come and then take dad. over. Stepdad, yeah. in a way. He's your, yeah. So the story with this, fun fact, AJ Garley, main character RJ, is voiced by the Keith from Far Cry 3. The, the yeah. bank dude who gets oh, like a bunch. Um, uh, by an Australian man. <laughs> Buck, no. Don't do that. Um, uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, story no, story's, yeah, yeah. story's really interesting with uh, Far Cry 4 in terms of it, it. I think it really pays off in the end, um, but only if you go with Pagan Min, you know, because so it's what, one of those what, so- things. I thought there was yeah, only sorry? two. You said that, sorry. You said there was one good ending and like six bad ones. I thought there was two I think it was endings. So, so pagan means like, hey, come with me, jump in the chopper, let's piss in off. The chopper. Mm. You can do and that. Mm-hmm. You can kill him, right? Yes. What else? Okay, is there's like three endings, but <laughs> there's multiple different enough. ties off to the end. So there's the secret ending, which is the only good one. Your only good one. Do you know that one, Jesse? Surely. Surely. Is right at the start. I think Crab I know Rangoon. that one. Crab Rangoon, no? no? That no. is one at the start. So it's the one where where uh, your bus, when you're travelling, so uh, AJ, very quick, not as quick, as not as long as Far Cry 3, I promise. Um, <laughs> AJ is delivering his mother's ashes. She demanded, or not demanded, sorry, in her final wish said that she wants her ashes to be with Lakshmana. She wants to go to Lakshmana, spread my ashes at Lakshmana. And he's like, that's a place it, it, in Kirat, in the Himalayas. Um Goes there, the bus he's on gets raided, commandeered by pagan men because he knows you're on it. Um, he knows who you are from America. Um, he kind of takes you to his palace and he sits you down and he gets a phone call and he's going to talk to you about shit, but he gets a phone call and he's like, I'm going to take this, you just sit here and you have the crab rangoon, it's real good. And he pisses off. And if you literally wait like 12 minutes, he comes back because, of course, you're not going to wait 12 minutes. You're just going to leave. You're just going to be like, fuck, I've got to get out of here. This guy's crazy. And you do. And that's where you meet the golden path and you meet Sabal and Amita, who are the two branching golden path um, directions. And uh, if you wait the 12 minutes, he comes back and he goes, cool, thanks for waiting. Krabarangun's real good, isn't it? I'll take you, Lakshmana. You get in his helicopter. He takes you directly to Lakshmana, who turns out to be his daughter with your mother, who died, who your father killed as a rebellion against pagan men to then steal your mother. I think steal. I think he stole her. Um, and your baby sister, half-sister with a pagan men's ashes is in this little um, uh, little temple, little shrine? Mm. Shrine. Um, shrine. 
And that's Lakshmana. So she wants to go back to her daughter, basically. Um, and you go there and you're like, wow. And he goes, Pagan Min takes you there and he goes, yeah, like my poor Lakshmana, like, you know, your father was a, was a real terrorist basically, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad your mother's finally with her. Anyway, let's go fuck up some shit. <laughs> and you get in the helicopter with him and you go, it, should I stay or should I go plays by whatever band that is? What band is that again? I forgot what it is. That's like a theme song for Far Cry 4. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? I think and yeah, this, this is kind of like the point it. where the game started having theme songs as well. Yeah. And that's the one. ending. That's a really good ending. I mean, I know it does. you get no gameplay out of it, <laughs> but that's a really cool story. But instead you have to go and you've got to, you have Sabal who wants to um, put this, he wants to go the religion route where he wants to put this little girl who I think is Amita's little sister or something. They basically um, put her up on a pedestal and they worship this girl, which eventually leads to them sacrificing her to the gods. And Amita's like, religion is stupid. Like this, this is not the way our country is so behind because of pagan men and because of the religion that we follow. We need to, to catch up to the rest of the world. So instead I want to um, basically be an arms dealer. <laughs> like she kind of wants to, uh, you know, ha- export weapons and drugs and all that kind of stuff. She, like she wants to bring in the business side of Kirat, whereas um, I'm only saying it that way because I say it in the, in the game. <laughs> um, and whereas, yeah, he wants to go the spiritual religion side and keep their country the way that it always has been. Um that's not really if, like they make the decision kind of hard. Like I'm they really not do. really a religious person, so naturally yeah. in a game like that, I would mm. go the non-religious route. But it's like, oh wait, but the other way is you've child got non-religious, soldiers. but holy shit, child soldiers. Yep. But also the religious one, yeah, you know, kill the little girl. Hmm, I'm gonna go ride an elephant. It's hard. Peace out. I'm gonna go ride an elephant. I'm gonna go get into my then, weird little personal helicopter and fly around. <laughs> oh yeah, that was cool. I, I didn't mind that, that little that helicopter was pretty pretty cool until awesome. you jump out of it without a parachute. It's like ah yeah. god, I've got to wait twelve seconds to hit the ground and yeah. oh cool, I wait for that restart now, won't I? Um, but with the pagan min thing is yeah that you kind of you get to him in the end like you always do. Um, he's very charming throughout. I actually got to the yes. kind of the point where I'm like, no, I don't like I like what he's doing. I don't like that he's like a awful dictator, but. Is cool. He says some funny things. He mentions Kanye West at one point. Um, And you can go into his palace right at the end when you've kind of brought on this rebellion. I think the whole thing is the Golden Path worships your father who was like the rebel against pagan men for obvious reasons um, and who pagan men hated. And you're kind of just like fulfilling his his destiny I suppose like he's gone and he's been gone for years and you're fulfilling his destiny you never knew him and when you go to pagan men he's like kill me now then at his table and if you do you never know the answer you've got no idea who Lakshmana is and you turn around you go to Sabala Ramita whoever you choose and they go did you find Lakshmana goes no it wasn't important and it's just like oh like fuck like your mum your mum died and you're like you know what I don't give a shit anymore dude I'm the Jason Brody I'm the fucking king of this country like I rule I think, it now like the way you've explained both the storyline of Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 in ways I didn't really even look at them that much because I don't find that the gameplay marries up with such what is quite a deep story at times um I, I don't feel like the gameplay marries up with it especially with Pagan Min, one of the issues I have with him is you go around and you, you know, you see his arm, you see his propaganda, you see people 
Yeah. Sorry, you hear people talking about how, how evil he is. <laughs> Pagan man. You, but you hear that he is just a ruthless dictator. He's he's a bad guy. Yeah. But then you meet him, and the game almost wants you to sympathize with him. And it's yeah, like, it I, I don't, I don't see how that's justified here. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. why would I? It doesn't matter what you do because of what I've experienced in this game and what other characters have told me. This character is irredeemable. So why even try and redeem him? Like, why make your character basically forgive him at point or see him as a good person when AJ's seen the bad stuff he's done? I that there's a real disconnect between the what the character they want to be morally confusing, which is Pagan Min, and his mm-hmm. actions and his influence. I, I found them just which. It yeah, didn't work. which is true. Which is why I think that he dies in every outcome. Except for, well, I guess two. That sounds like a lot that he doesn't die in, doesn't it? The, the Crab Rangoon <laughs> and the one where you don't kill him in his house, he takes your Lakshmana and you can let him go and that's where he says, you're now King of Kira, you know, welcome. It's I'm like, going to go. He goes somewhere. He pisses off. He gives you the where's crown. Where's he going? And he's he's just a bad like, guy. I'm gonna go get him. Live. Police. Yeah. Call the police him. on him. You, you, oh, fun fact. If you shoot down his helicopter, then when he flies away, when you let him go, because you let him go and he flies for maybe like 15 seconds until it's like game over, you let him go. Oh, not game over, sorry. Uh, well done, you finished five <laughs> You're fucked four. up. You've let him go though. If you shoot down his helicopter and go to his helicopter, you can loot his body. <laughs> and he has um, a golden pen, I think, that's worth a lot of money or something like that on him. I I'd shot pen. him down, but I couldn't find his helicopter. <laughs> I, if, if you could get his- But I have previously, um, but the first time. If you could get his suit, like his pink suit jacket- Mm. I would go and play Far Cry 4 right now just to get it because <laughs> fuck, he was cool. I am not pagan, man. But um, yeah, like you, it's games always like just kill, him. just get rid of him. You know you want to, just do it, just do it. Kills, what did you? What? Did, how did you feel about Far Cry 4? Because I feel like this is probably the one. We're I'm really sorry. Most, I'm going to sit back and just. We're most listen. opposed on. I don't know, man. I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't read into it too much in my first playthrough. I've only finished it once. Um, I think the ending that I got, um, I spoke to Pagan Min. And then he just flew off in his helicopter. I didn't think to blow it, blow him up. I'm like, oh, it's all done now. You know, just twisted. All good. Um, <laughs> I had a good time with it. I think that um, it didn't really hit the same heights that Far Cry Three did, though. Oh, absolutely not. I think that also comes down to the um, actual environment itself. So Far Cry Three, the island is a playground. You know, you got your quad bikes, and there are jumps, and you're skydiving, and all sorts of things. Um, this one just felt a little bit more, I mean, for one, it was a lot prettier because it was on the PS4, but it felt very tame and there was a really annoying thing. So you had this little like personal helicopter. What was it called? It's like a little, little chopper, like a one person helicopter thing. Um, and so you could fly to different locations. Rotocopter and in the or something like that? Rotocopter, yeah. Uh, midway through the map, there's sort of a choke point because you can't go over the highest mountains mm. and the mountains go to this choke it. point. So if you're on the left or the right of one, you have to go right around. I found that really, really mm-hmm. tedious at times. Otherwise you stall. And you yeah, I, I don't know. Also, the whole thing with, like, going to um, Mount Everest was a bit... We, yeah. Also, the premise. And like, they have I'm the... So, sorry. I'm sorry. If somebody... Okay, somebody's dying. It's like, oh, my final wishes are such and such. You don't have to do it. Hmm? Do you? <laughs> like, they're not like, going to Are know. they, they going <laughs> to know? All right, well, I'm not going to ask you to scatter my ashes when I die, Jesse. <laughs> Keel, unless you want your ashes scattered, like, you know, near my house, and I can walk there, probably don't. 
Because I'll just tell you yes, and then whatever. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you're never going to You're in the it. ground. Exactly. You, you're in this, you're in this bucket. <laughs> or pot or urn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't understand. It's such a thing in movies and TV shows and games and stuff like that. It's like, oh, my, I have to do this. So their final wishes. Who gives a fuck? They're dead. Do it later. Do it when it's the country a- is liberated and not under dictatorship. <laughs> if it was that important, they would have done it when they were alive. Okay? If I get real sick and I'm like, oh, scatter my ashes out. <laughs> What? Where, where would I want my ashes scattered? Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Say I wanted my ashes scattered at a makeout creek. You know what I'll do? I'll go to makeout creek and die there. Because I'm like, good. I I know that I'm here. I can guarantee that this is done. Okay. I don't think you understand how how things work, Jesse. But that's that's fine. If you think that your body will remain where you leave it when you die. I'm sorry, but AJ's mum is like, hey, AJ, can you go to this country that's in the middle of a civil war? I know that you're going to put your life at risk to go here, but I want to be with the daughter I never really lived with because I'd rather be with her than you, you shit fuck. See, I will (laughs) will agree with Far (laughs) Cry 4 that AJ literally walks to a point in Pagan Min's place, Sabal opens the door and goes, it's you, you're RJ Gale, which is what they call him, uh, Come with me. Here's a gun. Kill people. And he goes, I like that is that Dick. is the Jason. That's the shit that the people say about Jason Brody that I'm like, absolutely not. But yeah, the next one's pretty shit. <laughs> like, mm. They have his backstory of this guy that he he was born in this country and he went to America when he was like six months old. And then he grew up and he was like in a gang. And then the gang went bad because I killed someone. And then he went and decided not to be in a gang. Then his mom died. Then he went to the mountains. And it was just like this. Like if it's uh, <laughs> no one mom's like, hey, give me, give once, my ashes to the good to my good child, not you, you yeah. dickhead. <laughs> my daughter, the only one I want. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you. The, uh, is it a daughter? Is it a place? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to die first. Like, come on, mom, chill. <laughs> the rideable elephants, really fucking cool, dude. Going to an outpost with an elephant and whacking them with your trunk and stepping on them and shit, real fucking cool. And also, this one had the um. The spiritual journey where you became like with the nature and shit. oh, you get a Shangri La in this one. Shangri La, yeah, that's I, the word. Oh, yeah, and there's tigers it. and elephants and tigers. all that kind of stuff. Couldn't that one was kind of cool. It was <laughs> see the Far Cry Three ones were boring as fuck because it was like dark and fire and you woke up and this lady was like grinding you and you're like, Ugh. and but then like the Far Cry Four ones are kind of cool. Like, <laughs> sorry. You know, the- <laughs> Was that the sound that Jason Brody makes when he comes? (laughs) 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 It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving on to, like I said, with Blood Dragon, every game started to get a a kind of a 0.5 sequel. So the 0.5 sequel for Far Cry 4 was Far Cry Primal. And this is the biggest departure from the normal Far Cry that we know and love. Um, In this one, you played as, as a caveman. Caveman back in 10,000 BC. BC stands for best caveman. Caveman. <laughs> caveman. Whatever. Before cavemans. Before cavemans. Before caimans. No crocodiles. Um, this game it had no there. guns. There was no guns, no vehicles. I mean, because it was 10,000 BC. You had your spears. You they rocks, were vehicles. <laughs> they were just animals. Animals. You had animal friends in this one. Animal vehicles. Um, yeah, like a like a tiger motorbike. Uh, Use them like a tool in typical Far Cry fashion. Elves, yeah. Um, they were like, dude, elephants. Look- Let's do it with everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, you had mammoths in this one. Uh, <gasps> so it, it, 
Like, again, oh. like with Blood Dragon, it's the same map. So it's the same, I believe it was the same map of Kyrat, but it was just mirrored um, in yes. this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, look, Primal, to me, it's not a bad game. I actually find it quite fun. I just mm-hmm. found it got really repetitive because you have such limited yeah. uh, resources at your disposal, like weapon-wise and getting around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It gets really repetitive. I, I think it's a a fine game, just not a good Far Cry game. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that if Ubisoft wanted to do this, cool. Like, this is a cool kind of uh, space to explore because not many games at the time had done it. A few games have done it since. Steer into it a little bit and develop yeah, those not ideas. Not as a first-person game. I'm sorry, not as a story-developed game. They have, like, Ark yeah. Survival and all that kind of shit, but, like, it's not... What was another one? Ancestors or whatever? Mm. And it sort of bombed real quick. Oh, that, I just I remember Grogs on TV. That's, <laughs> that's it. The Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, like, Steer into the... Plasticine cave- uh, I, I wish there was a, a Flintstones, like, Far Cry. Um, oh, Flint, yeah. Flint Cry. Um... <laughs> I want a a mod for Far Cry Prime. I want to be Flintstones. I just want that car that you use your feet with. Yeah. You use your feet. <laughs> and it's like, well, why don't you just walk? <laughs> Man, I, weird tangent, because let's face it, we weren't going to talk about Far Cry Prime all that much. Um, when I was younger, I used to have this book of, uh, it was like a travel guide of, um, where, where did Flintstones live? What was the town called? Bedrock. Bedrock. It was like a travel guide of Bedrock. So it was like, come see the local attractions and come to the stores. It's like, here's the bowling alley and here's how everything works. Come to our stores. Here's what a toaster is here. It's crazy. It's like a duck. I used to read like over. (laughs) I used to read over and over again. (laughs) Cause like, this is is amazing. This, this. Holy. What a this, this, this hippo is a popcorn machine. Holy shit. Like, what? This explains so much. <laughs> Does it? Oh, my God. Mind Do you, you consider all, yourself um, a Barney Rubble? I was 26 at the right. time. Um, John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Um, I am more of a Barney, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Or a Dino. Um, wait. It explains a lot. What does it explain, Keelan? I- <laughs> my love for Flintstones? I couldn't even remember the fucking town they lived in. Because, like, so, okay, the opposite of Flintstones is the Jetsons, okay? I know we've gone off into a weird tangent here, but while we're here, let's talk about this. If you gave me a book about... If, if I give you a book about the world of the Flintstones and the world of the Jetsons, which one are you going to read? Flintstones. million percent. Flintstones. Do I, can I not read both? No, you cannot. <laughs> the other one is burnt. Are you and a spaceman or a caveman? It's ashes are sent to Kyrat <laughs> to be with its daughter, Okay. <laughs> Pick a book, Jets, Jetsons or the Flintstones. I got to do research before I find that out. Research. I don't like either of those franchises, if I'm being honest with you. Ugh. Next podcast. Next yeah. podcast, I'll give you Bring an answer. Because yeah. Jetsons is just like, oh, it works. Like, here's our flying car. It works because future. Whatever. In the Flintstones ones, like, a here's, a, here's a, a bike and it's a it's a lizard. <laughs> We put, a, we put a chair on it. We have a robot cleaner in the future, but in the past we have a dinosaur with feathers. Yeah, we have like a long-necked dinosaur. He doesn't want to do it. He's pissed off. But, you know, it's a living. Okay, I've, I've made my choice. It's, it's, uh, it's Jetsons because of the historical inaccuracies in the Flintstones. The dinosaurs oh. and humans, they did not live in the same era, Okay. In the Jetsons, for the Jetsons hasn't in the hasn't opening happened intro of the Jetsons, it's not George the Jetson yet, is running on a on a treadmill that is in space. 
And when he falls off it, he goes into, he could fall into space <laughs> and die, you would assume, okay? Why would they put that over the floor? Just because it's the fucking future, not everything has to hover. Put it on the floor and run, you fucking idiot. Maybe <laughs> it he does. he falls off and the family don't even help him. <laughs> they look at the window and dad flying into a fucking quasar. Mom and dad, please stop. <laughs> so anyway, that's Far Cry Prime. We're moving on to 2018 to- Far Cry 5. No, I got things to say. <laughs> Nonsense. Absolute nonsense from you, Keelan. You made me cry. You're a future <laughs> apologist, okay? Flintstones is superior. I don't know if they type it in the exact same timeline. You know what, Jesse? Simply because the Jetsons could be anything. It could... Any of that technology could potentially feasibly exist, whereas none of the technology existed with the Flintstones. How do you know? We don't How do you know? know that, man. We don't How know How do you that. know? <laughs> Show me your research. I'm going to go hire a fucking pelican to come and bite you on the leg. <laughs> it's a living. Does that work now? Every pelican was a washing machine. I don't think wash- it would have worked back Sorry, then. I take that back. Every pelican was a washing machine because it put it in its, in its neck bag and it shook around. <laughs> you going stop. I can't breathe. Did any of the animals, like, die doing it? You, you would assume so. Why are you making me cry? <laughs> I think that's where they learnt a lot of the lessons oh, look, of Far Cry. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. We heat up its teeth and use it like a hair straightener. It made no sense and I loved it. And the movies, John Goodman, a revelation. Okay. <laughs> I'll pay that. Thank you. We can finally agree on something. John oh. Goodman, friend of, the, friend of the podcast. John Goodman. <laughs> anyway. Far Cry Primal. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. We're talking about Far Cry. Um, yeah, video game podcast. Woo. Far Cry Primal was fine. <laughs> it was okay. The story was bullshit. No one cared. The good guys won. That's the story. That's all it is. And you have cats that you can ride, but you aren't. You get the best cat you can ride very quickly, which makes every other animal obsolete. Um, which was. It, it, yeah, it, br- it brought in the the. Oh, since I cat mating. Oh my fucked. god! It brought in the <laughs> taming. <laughs> brought in animal taming, which was really fucking cool. And really brought in a day though, night cycle that didn't go with your movement because day night cycles only happen in Far Cry three and four when you physically moved. Really? But in Far Cry Primal, yeah. Oh my god, my eyes! I can't see. Too many tears. My. I, I, oh I like the animal taming with really, really cool touch, but I found it far too easy. You give them a, pee, a chunk oh. of meat and you pat them on the head, and they're just like, "It's a living." Sorry, it's- cat. <laughs> <laughs> but I found it too easy because you do that. It's like oh, I'm not squaring my scared of this this oh, saber tooth bear. Yeah, but you can tame like honey badgers, and you can tame like deer and stuff. Like this, you get to pat them. Really cool. <laughs> now I'm just really emotional. I'm sorry. You are getting really. <laughs> All right, 28. I'm so sorry. Really quickly, really cool points. I'm not going to talk about the story like I have the other ones. Day Night Cycle was cool, which implemented that predators came out at night and ones you need to kill for a, a crafting came out during the day and and prey, like deers and stuff, would make scared noises when there were predators nearby, so you kind of use them. Um, they had the owl system, which they kind of had as a – in Far Cry 4, I, th- I think – 
um, which was like kind of you called an owl and it would be your tagger. And the other cool thing about Far Cry oh, Primal the cool. is the, the absence of every single thing that made a Far Cry game what it was, guns, tagging with cameras, that's about it, was taken away and replaced with something uh, topical for Far Cry Primal. So, for example, your Flintstone tagging methods stuff. was like the owl, all your weapons and stuff, bow and arrow, your spear, like everything that was ranged, short um, distance, like other stuff. Um, I feel like the bow and arrow was a really weird touch because I don't think they had bow and arrows in caveman days. Well, I mean, I, like they've sh- probably not. They don't think they have grappling hooks either. Maybe they did. How do you know? Can you prove it? <laughs> they had mammoths. And they oh, one time, <laughs> see one you time. Hey, maybe the game set in the future and your dumb shit Jetsons ruin everything with their fucking floating trampolines or whatever they have. Listen, like, we already have that. that. It's DLC for Far Cry My 5, okay? story. It's so sad it made me cry. It's just I was hunting mammoths and there are baby mammoths too. And I hunted a big mammoth and it took a long time. And then when I hunted it and it died, its little baby was trying to... Follow it, and it was dead though, and I had to kill the baby as well because I needed the materials. Yeah, yeah. He turned into a Nintendo, turned into a Nintendo Switch Flintstones. Oh, also, really quickly, I don't think it's ever happened since. Temperature levels in Far Cry Primal when you go up to the mountains where the the Neanderthal bad guys were. Um, if you didn't have specific clothing, you would freeze to death. Go on. 2018, Far Cry 5. Now, Far Cry 5 was the first game that wasn't really set in a a Far Cry location. Uh, It was set in America, along the Bible Belt, in a a place called Hope County. I have many issues with this game. Yes, and why? Uh, You had a customizable character, which didn't really matter. Um, You joined a resistance trying to stop the influence of a doomsday cult known as Eden's Gate and its leader, Joseph Seed. Take down Joseph, you had to take down his three siblings. Jacob, Faith, and John, each one of them had their own sort of unique hook, which is one of the saving graces from this game, and I'll get into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. So Jacob Seed, he was part of the military, so he has a thing of, like, military repetition. He keeps making you do the same act over and over again until it gets boring in-game, but then there's a moment, and I'll, I'll get into that. Did uh, I Faith? tell you the definition of insanity? Yeah, it, yeah, that's Far what it was. It, it was a nice right. callback to Far Cry 3 and its best character. We discussed it for Vars. Mm-hmm. Um, Faith is the sister. She gives you drug-fueled hallucinations called, using something called the Bliss, who gives a shit. Um, John C. just got people to say yes to everything. Through him, yeah. whatever. It um, was a weird one. The game had big trucks. There was a, a focus on melee weapons, which I really appreciated. The, the base of that was really, really cool. Um, and it changed the body system. So you now had guns for hire um, where you could get people to Instead follow you around. saber-toothed tigers. Yeah, so you could use, or you could you still use yes. Boomer the Dog, which looks exactly, <gasps> Boomer the Dog looks identical to my dog Hamish. Like, it's crazy how I like they look. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have, like, the well, lady with a sniper, you had a guy with a rocket launcher, you had Cheeseburger, the bear, he was pretty cool. Um, and you could, go, you could go fishing in the game. That's pretty cool. Now... Of the gameplay of this game, sure, whatever. Oh, it's the same same shit over and over again. It's more Far Cry. I just want to stop and discuss Less Far Cry. Um, Jacob Seed, the military repetition. I really liked it. So mm. mm-hmm. I don't think you were meant to go to him first. At the start of the game, it's like, hey, take down the three siblings. You can do it in any order. Um, I don't know many people who went to Jacob first. I did. No, uh, I went to John. John, yeah, I then Faith, then Jacob. 
I think you're kind of meant to go to John and the game sort of directs it, you to go yeah, to John. Yeah, it does kind like, of direct you there, yeah. North, why not? Um, so, we, yeah, with Jacob, you get drugged and blah, 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 and you go through this um, kind of training drill. We're going room to room, to room and you're, you're killing various oh, yeah. bad guys. That was actually kind of cool. And it, and it keeps happening. So you get to the end, you wake up, and it keeps happening. It happens like four or five times to the point where it's like, okay, I don't care. Like, I know this part over and over. I know this, like, back it's my the hand. Same it's the same thing. And the same song. It's, a, it's a, the song's called Only You that plays in the background as you're doing it. And it keeps happening. But then the end, you do it. And the first, the last person you shoot is one of the resistance leaders. Yeah. So he's been indoctrinating you with this military repetition, which the military does. Pavlov's pup. Pavlov's pup. Um,. And that moment hit me like a ton of bricks and it was really cool. It's just a real mm-hmm. shame that no moment in the game hit me in the same way, even the ending, which we'll get into in a moment. Uh, we'll keep, mm-hmm. keep the ending separate because the en- ending is quite contentious. Um, mm-hmm. What did you guys think of Five as a whole? Uh, First of all, what do we think of the setting? Uh, the setting was fine. I think the setting <clears> went better than I expected. When I first said America, I'm like, how are you going to do this? It doesn't make sense. There's too much. There's too much yeah. which will come into... With the ending, but you can understand a uninhabitable, you know, an island down the middle of nowhere. You can understand a dictatorship of a country. You can understand animals taking over places. But like America was just like, well, how do you isolate it? It's from the rest you, of America. Twenty eighteen. It was like, well, how do you do that? But nowadays, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it makes yeah, a hell maybe of they. Because I know Ubisoft went out to yeah, back um, then when I played it. Yeah, you're right. Like different locations and stuff like that, and they were interviewing people to find out like what sort of people they are there. And they said you found basically two types of people: really, really friendly ones, and ones who was like real, like get off my property, I'll get my gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they ran into some real interesting characters, mm-hmm. and they try to include them sort of in the game. So yeah, you do get a quite a uh, quite of a slice, quite a slice of Americana in this game. Um, the, um, the setting, Jesse, for me, it was visually uninteresting. Oh, so and boring. That it was just paddocks. Yeah, and that was the big killer for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found game. the combat in this game was good. Um, I, yeah, yes. like I said before, the melee weapons I found really fun. Hitting people with a baseball. If somebody shot my dog, I was coming after them with a baseball bat. Like, I wanted that to be personal. It was good. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just mm-hmm. cut to the ending. So, at the ending, you, you've killed all the siblings. You found... Joseph's son, Ethan. I kind of forgot about that part. Cool. Good work, Joseph. Um, at the end, Joseph has a few of your friends. They're all drugged up on that bliss that I mentioned earlier. And you have two options. You could either let Joseph free. He'll give you your friends. And you leave or you fight. Now, part of the Doomsday Cult belief system um, stems around a nuclear attack or an attack on America. And... <laughs> It plays out here. So, ending one, you leave with your friends. Um, when you're all in the car together, that only you song plays in the car, the one that you were indoctrinated with, and the screen goes black. So, it's implied that you go back into your sort of like zombie killer mode because you've been trained to, and you kill your friends. Quite a dark ending. The other ending's somewhat darker, and it's canonically the, the correct one. Well, you fight your friends and as you fight them, you knock them down, you revive them and they come back as per normal with kind of a stupid, cheap mechanic. As helpers. Mm. Um, and then you sort of about to arrest Joseph and then in the distance you see a mushroom cloud 
the nukes have gone off. I believe it's Russia in the game, or could we try? I think it's Russia has launched nukes in America. There's been a massive attack, and because you're not a main city, you haven't been hit directly. You get the blowback. So as the uh, the wave kind of hits you, the sound wave, the, the impact and stuff like that hits you. Everyone jumps in the car. You still have Joseph. The car gets thrown off the road into a tree. Um, and he's singing and then, Amazing Grace the whole time. Really he's singing Amazing Grace. It's kind of creepy. It's also really <laughs> creepy because he looks like, uh, what's that dude from 36 of the Mars? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. He looks like Jared Leto, who has recently started the cult. Jared Leto, friend of the show. Good luck in your cult, mm-hmm. buddy. Um, hope it goes better than that whole acting thing did for you. But then you wake up in the bunker. It's just you, the deputy, and Joseph. And kind of face to black. It's like Joseph won. Mm-hmm. Now, for me... And he just stares at like, He's like, welcome. I, it's free. It's, it's, like it's, it's intimidating <laughs> and freaky, and it makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. I'm like, oh, that was a, that was a brave mm. ending. You, oh, it was, you, it was a massively brave ending. I was coming out of it going, holy fuck, no way. But no then I let way. it sink in for about a few hours and was like, hold up a moment. Why would I go back and play this? Because once you... Go back. You can keep playing it from sort of just before the nuke goes off, so you can still have mm, this playground. Fuck. It's like, well, why do I go back? Nothing mattered. Nothing I did in the game mattered. Mm-hmm. So your ending was really cool, but it sort of voided like everything else. <laughs> what was the point? Yeah. Everything else. There wasn't. That's the yeah. issue with this game. Is that not only story wise, there's no point, but gameplay wise, there's no point. Because this game, this was the first game in a long in the whole series that isn't narrative. Well, I get it. Like, okay, so it's narrative based, but it's not. Here's the story beat. Go do shit until you want to get to the next story. It was like you have to earn the next story by yeah. do by helping fix the world. You have to make up points, get points to gain experience. So, like, killing a bad guy gives you fifty points. Um, and to get, get to earn like- the next story beat, like that's. Fucked, dude. Yeah, it was that like was the people awful. of Hope County were sort of like, oh, maybe we shit. want to be part of this cult. Maybe we don't. You need to prove to us that we should be on your side. It's like, yeah. But you're but, you're seeing what they're doing though. And it was just all bullshit stuff. You'd go to a camp and you'd be like, I'm here to help. Well, you wouldn't. You'd go because you're a voiceless protagonist, which was just awful. Fuck yeah. no, don't. Like, why but, even make like, you could customize how you looked? So it's like, what's the point? What mm. is the point, literally? And um, you go there and you're like, what do you want me to do? And they go, you want to shoot down them satellite dishes? And you're like, yeah, there you go. What? And they're like, here's 200 points. Thank you. What do I use? Can I use this at the store? Like, what do I do with these points? There's nothing to it. Nothing to it. forced you to do what were essentially side quests. And it just felt wrong And if you didn't, you literally run around the world and you would find one of those trucks you said. And you'd go and blow it up and it would like give you a notification as it was going by saying, this truck, go get the truck. Definitely. And yeah, I did like, however, that as long as you didn't, because you didn't have to stay in your area, your sibling area, I suppose, until you finished it, you could just venture off. And I found like that had a bigger impact because like, like we, I started with John down the bottom. You killed John. Then I went to Faith and it's almost like a it's an entirely different like biome basically because yeah. you know you have the bliss mm-hmm. the bliss fields and you have the people who are like zombies who just kind of run out of the woods and they got angels. the bliss coming out of their head oh, yeah, God, angels, I, yeah i i hated the bliss so much it was just it was, it was nothing oh, it, was cool. it was boring it didn't yeah. feel i her think the story what... though was sad when you're killing her 
Yeah, she's that, all like, that was come join us. And she's all that until you're right at the end. And then she screams at you, I was 14. I was drugged. I didn't know what I was doing. And it's just like, fuck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Her, her sort of Drown now. I think, I think Faith and um, Jacob, the, the military repetition guy, were the true most interesting antagonists in this. Because Joseph yeah. is, when you see him, he's he's menacing and he's hmm. he has this aura to him. They made a really, really good cult leader because just his presence had like a power to it, like cult leaders yeah. do. Um, so I think they did really well with him, but they you just didn't get to be with him enough. There wasn't enough of yeah. him. And Even whenever when you it- kill a sibling, he has this little video where he's like, "You've killed, you've opened another seal," and he talks about apocalyptic shit all the way through, obviously. And he'd be like, "You open another seal," and you can see him like breaking as a person, and you kind of like, "Well, buddy, I'm sorry." Shit. But it's like, "Shit, I'm sorry." Oh I my wanted God. him like- to do something though. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, if I'm Joseph yeah. and I've raised a cult who's going to try and save humanity or, or a small pocket of humanity in his belief system, and I'm doing this with my siblings, so it's me and my three siblings that are doing this, if you take out one of those key pillars of my cult, I'm coming after you. I'm mm-hmm. not going to wait for you to take out all three and then wait for you to come to me. Mm. I, I, I needed more rage from him. I need just something more. That's why he was unsettling like, for sure. But yeah, he was unsettling, but but he was ineffective. It wasn't, I much. guess. Yeah, Jesse, he did Agreed. do something. He produced the finest looking digital snot I've ever seen in a oh, video dude. game. Yeah, that <laughs> last scene, absolutely fan freaking tastic. And he sniffs and it up, <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's the only thing I remember from this game. It's a it's a bit like that. Um, yeah, and that's a loogie. Like I said, the nuke goes off at the end, and that's ca- the canonical ending to it, which leads into 5.5, 2019's Far Cry New Dawn. Basically, Far Cry meets Borderlands. Uh, it was set in the post-apocalypse. The antagonists were two, tw- two twins. I guess twins normally come in two. Um, Mickey and Lou. Cool. It was bright and colourful. It mm-hmm. wasn't really all that different to five. Just it, I mean, Everything looked a little bit different. Everything's dirty. Everything was it. dirty or bright. So everything was like run down and rusted, but all the plants were pink and mm. some of the deers were mutated. Oh, but not they were that, different colors and shit, but like, but like it didn't really matter. Much. Oh, um, also, Far Cry 5, no more crafting. You could kill animals. What's the fucking point? What was the point? Anyway. Oh, oh, God. Far Cry 5 with a weird, uh, with a backwards step. It's a step weird back. tone. Yeah. Also, weird sorry, step. with Far Cry 5, let's step back a little bit. The Far Cry 5 is a very, very political game, mm. which Ubisoft. Uh, refuse to be political with and it really annoys me and they do it with Watch Dogs as well it's a major critique of Ubisoft as a whole where they're just like our games aren't, politi- aren't political but we're going to use real life political things as plot devices it's like you can't have it both ways mm-hmm. either if you're going to use real world politics in your game you kind of got to say something about them you can't just have them in your game because it seems yeah. really disingenuous mm-hmm and, and like you have to sort of take a tone. You have to take a side on it almost. And they, yeah. they, yeah, it felt a little bit weird. But also, Far Cry Five, the fastest selling um, Far Cry game. Interesting. So, yeah, a lot of like, a lot of returns on that one, I imagine. Um, and there've also been sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say real quick. The thing with New Dawn that did irk me a bit was they kind of sold it as. Um, kind of having Sunset Overdrive-esque weapons, you know, like that was one. kind of mashing shit together, making making a, a gun, finding a gun that's broken uh, and putting like um, a rubber band and 
uh, sharp thingies, sharp blades. The, the sword gun. Sword gun. Yeah, the yeah, that kind of thing. Cool. I, I didn't want and having gun. it is cool. It is really cool. But like being like, you'll ha- take a broken gun because all the guns are broken because nuclear bomb, and take something that isn't a gun and stick it on it, and then you shoot. And it's kind of like a cool thing. And that's what they were selling it. And it but you it you make not. that saw gun in like one of the first missions, and then everything else is just like you found a gun. It's a bit dirty. Yeah, like the, there's we put it together with tape. You know, like and it's every, like oh, you it's found like, a gun and you gun. found some metal and some some aluminium. Cool, that aluminium yeah. has happened to be a spray paint can that you use as a silencer. Okay, cool. But like, yeah, I really yeah, want yeah, to be like, like, hey, these are the scraps of the world left. You need to build something. Like, you need to think yeah. about what you're doing. Like here. the like the T and T and Teddy from. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, where it's yeah. like a grenade launcher, but they're teddy bears, or like the the uh yeah they've. If they were going to go like crazy guns. with this, they need to go crazy. I found this yeah, was an it was, awkward step between Borderlands and Far Cry, and it didn't want to be either. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. my biggest issue with this game is the final confrontation was garbage. So you fight Mickey and Lou at Ooh, the same time. I haven't time. done it, but I'm interested. Go on. They are the biggest bullet sponges I've ever faced in a game. <laughs> I used every gun I had, every explosive I had, and I kept, I was cheesing it so I could hide while I called in different um, guns for hire to come and well, help they're me. they're products of nuclear war. What do you expect? But so am I. <laughs> I die pretty easily. <laughs> um, and I'm calling in buddies. Also, one of the buddies in this game, um, a guy called, or sorry, a person called the Judge, is the deputy from Far Cry Five. Fact. Also, Joseph Seed is in this game, but he's like an ally, and it's like I don't like you, dude. You're a dick. Oh, That's and, what um, you did last time. Like, the guy Nick Rye. Nick Rye. Nick Rye. Yeah, the, the, he was from Far Cry Five. You helped him in side missions, helped his wife One give the, birth to a girl. The only likable character, the girl that helps you throughout this game. I really like Nick Rye. Twenty-five years in the future or something. He's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. I. I, I did all that I was using explosive ammo against them and it was just, and they're not like wearing additional armor they're just them mm. I hate when games Bike just chicks. make it's just like oh they are the boss so therefore they can suck a bullets it's like no what no if you want to suck a bullets I don't know I didn't have the time oh. I didn't have a spare 15 <laughs> hours to kill him I was like how does it end I want to know how it ends Um, and at first I'm like oh no this is another game that I'm shit at because there are a lot of games that I'm shit at so I googled it and every like there are Reddit forums just like, what the fuck is this? Like, this needs to be patched because <laughs> this is, like, fundamentally broken. But, as I said at the start of the episode, Far Cry 6 has been pushed back. We don't know that much about it, but we just know it's going to come out uh, sometime post-March next year. The game's set on Yara, a fictional Caribbean island. El Presidente is played by Anto- uh, is Sorry, not played by Anton Castillo. It named An- Anton Castillo, played by um, Giancarlo Esposito who plays Gus Frank from Breaking Bad, and also he plays Moff, Moff Gideon in Mandalorian. Ooh, don't, I can't believe I remember that name. Um, his son, Diego, played by Anthony Gonzalez, is in the game. There is a theory that Diego could be vast. I don't bind to it anymore, but it would be pretty Not cool. Not anymore. It's modern um, day now. You play as a girl fighter attempting to topple, topple the regime. Mm, um, makes me sad. How do we... What, Real, real quickly, what do we want from this game? I don't or want a voiceless protagonist. I don't want a random custom. Give me an actual character you have given thought and effort into. I don't want to put myself into the game because that doesn't work with these games. And also mm, that leveling up system doesn't work either. Piss yeah, I don't want anything like Far Cry 5, so just yeah. go in a different direction from that. Surprise me. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm open. Don't mm-hmm. give me hallucinations. They are done. <laughs> you have done. Ubisoft. You know that red gas is going to make you trip Yes, balls. and I know it's going to be there because <laughs> all the artwork has is red gas, which I think we've said in an episode before as well. That is the nicest red I've ever seen. It's <laughs> it is so gorgeous. Bright. It is so deep. Oh, I love you it. You can't see. No light gets through it. But I don't want it in the game. I want the smoke or whatever that does, but poison. <laughs> I don't want to hallucinate because I just I don't care anymore. Stop it's using- really going to be you go find this guy and you shoot him in the head eventually, right? Give me that. I don't think fuck. I don't think Ubisoft know what else to do, and that's what pisses me off. <laughs> like the thing they they try and use these hallucinations as a way to tell story. Mm. But they tell story a lot better when they're not in them. I, I find those bits mess it up because they try to yeah. get a little bit too existential in them. And I care, I've lost it. But yeah. I think all in all, we can say we're big fans of the Far Cry series. I know I talked a lot of shit about That's them, right. but Far Cry is, I think, one of the best franchises mm-hmm. ever. It's one of my yeah. favorites. Far, like I said, Far Cry 3 is borderline a perfect game for me. I love it, it so is much. The controls. The gameplay controls, so the 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 button mapping and all that um, to for me Xbox controller um, is exactly perfect for me. I think every time I ever play another game and like the I can't remember what it is right now, but the duck button isn't what it is for Far Cry games, and the the um, sprint button isn't uh, pressing in the left thumbstick. I, I can't jive with it. it I jive with the, the button mapping for these Far Cry games, the best out of any game. It feels really weird. I'd never thought about that, but I completely agree. To me, it is the default FPS button mapping. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's been done earlier. I don't know. I'm not really – I don't yeah. play many games. <laughs> Despite all of that, I really don't dive heavily into many games like that. But Galen, how do you feel about Far Cry as a whole? Yeah, I think there's something to be said for that. What Far Cry does for me is that it is a tactile experience. It mm-hmm. feels really satisfying, regardless of the control scheme or whatever, whether I'm playing it on PC or I'm playing on a controller. Um, there's something about it. So with any games that like feel good to play, like like Gears of War or, or Halo, for instance, like those are two of the, the top ones for me, um, there's feedback that it gives you um visual like vibration from your controller whatever it may be um or, or auditory and mm-hmm. far cry just does it in such a satisfying way mm-hmm. um it just feels so great to play so regardless of what they do around that if they continue to have that core i'm always going to love the far cry franchise far mm-hmm. cry franchise well and i think I- as well as long as it has a a really good hook of a story whether it be some sort of mental bullshit that it does like it does with um well far cry 3 like i said and like it did with far cry 4 with the whole you could just kill pagan men never learn never learn what your mum really wants and all that and kind of be like what's the point of even playing and even in far cry 5 we didn't get into it but like what joseph seed was trying to do was actually like he was trying to save everyone but you fucked all up all his plans you doomed everyone and I never got into that, but that's fine because we were going over time. <laughs> I I need, um, yeah. uh, need Anton that. Castillo to be to have Vasa's insanity. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to Pagan every word he has to say. <laughs> I want to listen to everything word he has to say, like, like we do with Pagan men. 
mm-hmm. and he needs to have the the uncomfortable confidence of Joseph Seed. And I think no, you, what he needs what he needs to have Jesse is to be right like Joseph Seed. Yeah, yeah, that like the, the awesome unwavering feeling. confidence in yeah. what he is. And yeah. I think when you get an actor like Esposito involved, like please give him a good script because he is one he of the, he's one of the best one of the best actors in the world right now. I, I, I think love him so much. I don't they think were. even I if they amazing. gave him a shitty script, I think he's going to make it work the way that we want him to work. Because yeah, mm-hmm. if if any if he's anything like Gus, like dude, it's done. Like it's good. Like it's it's, it's good. fine. <laughs> well, we'll wrap it up there. We'll have definitely have more news on um. Far Cry coming up. If you want to listen to more of our bullshit and rants, and I'm sure I'll bring up the Flintstones again at least once, we're on Spotify and iTunes. My so voice subscribe. hurts and you made me cry. Subscribe <laughs> and leave us a review. Check out Fan Critical Podcast while you're there. Um, they're also on all good podcasts and services. If you want to keep up to date with all sort of Far Cry news and all sorts of stories and such, storymodegaming.com. Um, check it out. I just wrote up some uh, Halloween features if you want to check them out. Find out what sort of weapons we like to use against the bad guys in some horror games and also what ones could have sort of make me wet my pants a little bit there are a few lisa from pt not a fan of her uh hadn't seen her face in a few years and then researching the article uh, brought back little some memories little tiny little bit a little cheeky little few drops uh, we're also on Twitter at Story Mode Oz, at in- on Instagram at Story Mode Gaming, and also on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz. Check out our Facebook page. We're running a competition to win a copy of Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5. That competition will end on the 8th, I believe. So if you're listening and you get a PS5, go and check that one out. We're also on Fan Critical. Um, sorry, we're also on Fan Critical. We're also on Patreon. Just search Fan Critical. Um, and you'll get access to some extra shows and access to the Discord server run by our own Simon Evans. Just cu- chuck a couple of bucks our way. Whew. God, I was good to get the whole Far Cry talk out of the way because I've been wanting, I've, I've, anyone, I've had that building up inside. Oh, yeah. If anyone comes at me about Jason Brody, I know I'm gonna, I'll find you and I, we will have a discussion. Um, I'm going to, I'm gonna replay the game, I'm gonna come back to you with notes. Yeah, tell me what Detailed you think. notes, because I'm not going to pay attention to this now. But in order to do that, He's crazy. we need to scoot. So, Lorne, thanks for joining. I'm Heels. sorry, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Keelan, thanks for joining, buddy. Thank you. And everyone listening, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you had fun there. I hope you, I hope you like Far Cry. I hope you, if you haven't played Far Cry, Oops. you should go give it a go. <laughs> I mean, you won't enjoy the story because they've ruined it, but go play Far Cry 3. It's the best one. Um... If not Far Cry, go play some other games. Stay safe, There's- have fun, and enjoy. Also, fun little fact: who knows what this pod is, is going to happen in this podcast? Podcast comes out on a Tuesday night, and the elections on Tuesday. So let's see what happens there. <laughs> oh. Joseph Seed was right. <laughs> no. Peace out, y'all. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. It's eleven. I had to.